Bezer Vashem, this is Parshat Ben Midbar, 5779. We are heading towards the end of the yearly cycle of reading the Tanya from the Alter Rebbe of Chabad, the central text of Chabad literature. There's still more work to read through this book until the next Chabad cycle of learning Chabad Hasidus, which happens in Yud Tes Kislev. But the actual chapters of traditionally the Tanya, this beautiful Hemshech, this beautiful continuation of deep Hasidic concepts, which forms the core of Chabad approach to Kabbalah, the Nistar, the hidden works of Torah, is coming to an end. And I wanted as a challenge and as a uh, offering to those who would enjoy this video to try to explain this chapter 52 to the best of my ability uh, as it is very deep fascinating and one of my favorite uh, portions of Torah so I'm jumping into the middle of the chapter as a given limited time but he's explaining as follows he's ex defining now the Shekhinah the divine presence as the source of life of all the worlds so he says, for example, a person has his soul, which is the essence of who he is, but the soul like pools together and collects in the area of the brain. From the brain comes forth all the signals of life, running the autonomous processes, autonomous processes of breathing, circulation, all the things that our body just does automatically. This is all stored in the brain and then distributed out in the mysterious ways of how Hashem gives life to all the parts of the body. Also from the brain come thoughts of how we would want to move all our different limbs, uh, desires, what we want to pursue, emotions. So the brain is the place that's from the mysterious source of life of the soul. The brain stores all of those life form expressions that will then be distributed to all the different limbs of the body so to speak in an analogy this is how we can understand the divine presence the shekhinah and one thing to keep in mind is when we learn the creation account of the six days of creation when god is creating the world from the best that i understand it what we need to keep in mind is that this is the story of the shaping of the Shekhinah. This is the story of how Hashem in six mystical days, six general frameworks of overall creation, was shaping and forming, so to speak, the Shekhinah, was formatting the great storehouse of life of all the worlds, the great location, the great spiritual location, it's sometimes called the Eretz Haim, the land of the living, or Hamakom, the place, the great storehouse from which all life forms would then flow out. So we can think of a person that from their brain, which was created by the Creator, from that brain, the concept of that brain, is the storehouse of all the unfoldings of the growth, the development, and the life story of the person is contained in a sense in the location of their brain 
So when they were created by the creator, the summary or synthesis of the source of their life from which that source, their whole unfolding life would unfold out of that source is so to speak like the level of the brain. This is so to speak what was being formatted in creation. So when God was creating the world and setting up the parameters for all of history afterwards, he was, whatever this means, in a very deep place, formatting this Shekhinah, formatting this control center from which all reality would spin out. Okay, the Balatanya then continues in this chapter and says, the worlds are set up that even though all energy of unfoldings of experience are contained in this location, so to speak, called the Shina, it cannot be ever experienced directly right now while we are still living out the historical process. And so what needs to happen, he says, is that humanity, specifically Israel, has to perform mitzvot and learn Torah. And he says that the mitzvot in the Torah are coming from divine wisdom and they are the divine plan of how to create screens and channels and vessels for the light of this Shrina that it can be handled and safely brought in to each creation without burning them up entirely and swallowing them up back into the godly realm of truth. Let's chew on that for a second. This is a very deep thing to understand. We talk about tikkun olam, repairing the world. Technically speaking, the word for tikkun in the deeper sources means a minimization. It means to create smaller and smaller channels for weaker and weaker creations to receive from ultimately a great source of light. In a very basic example, you talk about harnessing electricity from a great river. First, the river must be dammed up by a dam to minimize its flow. And at this point, I really don't know how it works, but what I basically understand is that the roaring power of this river is channeled into smaller and smaller and smaller channels to eventually turn turbines or whatever it is, to eventually harness electricity out of tiny particles running through wires. This is the image of tikkun. This is really what tikkun olam means. To harness the powerful energy from a source into smaller and smaller packages so that it can be handled by weaker and weaker vessels. If somebody wanted to light up a tiny light bulb, by just putting it in front of a roaring, raging river, not going to work. It's going to shatter, right? Mystically, this is what happened at the beginning of creation. The whole power source of existence, of the whole flow of time, as if the whole flow of time and space was an electrical current. You know, this is fascinating image, but as if we could say that whole current, Hashem intentionally forced it into the tiny vessels of this universe, intentionally shattering them, creating those space for evil and brokenness. Not the topic, but just kind of as an aside, something to think about. 
So our job then is to gather these vessels back together to create tikkunim, to create minimizations and smaller and smaller, more specific and accurate channels to harness the energy of existence like this raging river more and more specifically and correctly. This is called tikkun olam. This is actually what that means creating minimizations in order to fix the world. And so he says here that the Torah and the mitzvot are the main technology, so to speak, of creating these tikkunim so that the soul, as it moves through its journey in its lifetimes, can create more and more specific channels to finally, so to speak, fully plug into this shrina, to finally plug in to his life source and the life source of all people. And then the Alter Rebbe says in this chapter in Tanya that the wisdom of God, the Chachma Ilah of Hashem, this, this great plan, this great thought of how to do this Tikkun Olam, of how every energy in the universe would be able to be rearranged into these systems and these smaller and smaller, more accurate channels. That wisdom, he says, descends downward and downward more and more. The Seter Hamadrega, in the lowest levels, and is installed and etched into the fabric of reality and awaits a Bar Yisrael, awaits an Israelite, a holy soul, to go encounter those items and to do a mitzvah, to do a tikkun, to create a minimization channel in order to reveal the shechina in that situation more and more. So let's think of a practical example to bring this down to real life. Hmm. We can think of the thought that just pops into my mind is forming a family. So you have a person who wants to start a family. Mystically, and, and just as a fact, you know, the souls of his children that he will one day give birth to, their, their root is existing in a heavenly place, in a heavenly archive, but their bodies uh, that he has to produce in conception are spread out all over the place and the food that he's going to eat and that his wife will, you know, and, and, and eventually a channel is created when they conceive children. A channel is created through a minimization, through a concentration of physical particles in the act of conception, through a concentration of physical particles. Now they've created a vessel called the body that can now contain the enormous light of the soul of their children. They have created a tikkun, uh, and this is the first mitzvah in the Torah, pru revu, be fruitful and multiply, the very first thing. But how do you be fruitful and multiply? Our Adam and Eve commanded to be fruitful and multiply and have children. It means drawing together dispersed particles from out there, to conceive a child and to thereby create a channel that's going to be able to capture the light of the souls of their future children 
that that light can then slowly enter into the universe through tiny bodies which then grow and there you have that you know a, a human soul is a reality if we imagine ourselves forget the fact that we span lifetimes but if we just imagine ourselves as in truth in the source of who we are we are existing all at once in a timeless place but we only experience ourselves slowly coming through day by day another tiny drop of myself another tiny shade of myself came out in this day and another shade in that day this is called the tikkun the world cannot handle the light of my soul coming out all at once so the body thereby becomes a tikkun the body becomes a system that allows the light of my soul to come in very slowly in a very dim slow way compared to its true nature in a way that the world can handle and won't be shattered and this is called making tikkunim so that's the mitzvah of having children i'm not going to spend any more time right now trying to use this analogy for other mitzvot but we can think about it on our own so now the point though being here that the altar rebbe is telling us that this wisdom this divine wisdom this chachma of how to create tikkunim of how to rearrange reality that it should be able to capture the light of the shechina the light of the source of divine powers for this world while maintaining this world in its form for the time allotted for it through history that it shouldn't be overwhelmed and destroyed by the light of the divine presence that wisdom of how to do that is mystically found everywhere in potential in all the items of this world waiting for someone to you know a holy soul to encounter those items do a tikkun with them do a minimization with them to draw down more light wait await you know these particles were awaiting two holy parents a holy mother and a holy father to use them to conceive children for example that wisdom of how that could work we just know this we've known it the whole time is somehow mysteriously installed into the very particles of creation somehow it works that when two parents conceive a child all those particles interact and now we've created a vessel for a soul to slowly come into this world so now the altar rabbi continues uvirita tabish talshus na olam na olam gama shina yarda vinid labsha ba bakhol olam va olam that when this wisdom is this this divine plan of how to make these tikkunim to make these channels these minimization channels it devolves and rolls down and chains out from world to world the shina itself this divine source of all the life of the worlds which we compare to like the brain it nests itself and rests itself inside 
of that wisdom. The whole olam olam in every world. And this is called Hechel Kosh Kadashim Shebechol Olam Olam. This is called the chamber of the Holy of Holies existing in each world. We'll unpack this, God willing. As it says in the Zohar, it says, this is called that the Shechina, which is compared to the Tavar Hashem and the Ruach Piv, the word of God and the breath of his mouth. In other words, when you talk about speech, you say that speech is the transition where hidden thoughts are revealed through the source of speech, to the source of breath and air coming out into speech. This is called the Shekhinah. In other words, we said that the Shekhinah was that which was formatted in creation to be that life source for all the worlds. Well, where is that life source coming out from to continuously animate these worlds in their development? It's compared to the opening of the mouth, the opening of speech, such that we can think about ourselves. So in the root of who we are, we have a storehouse which stores all the ideas that we can express in words and in actions. This would be like our connection to the Shekhinah. This would be our connection to where, where we have a certain storehouse for ourselves, for everything that we could express. This is linked up to God's storehouse, so to speak, that he formatted called the Shekhinah, which is the storehouse of everything he could express in the world. As if we could say that every time God is manifesting another moment in reality, he's speaking that word in that world into being. As we say every morning, Baruch She'amar Olam praises the one who speaks and manifests the world. To say that God formatted this Shechina, which is also compared to a source of speech, that it would be the source of every speech act that, so to speak, that in that speech act, God would express this iteration of the world, and now this iteration of the world. Just as we, we have this source of speech, which is our connection to the Shekhinah, where we have a storehouse of everything that we can do to express ourselves in the world. I express myself in the world this way now, and this way now. This is my aspect of the Shekhinah. So what he's saying is, this aspect of Shechina, this aspect of the storehouse of expression, it rests itself and nests itself in what's called the Kadosh HaKadashim, the Holy of Holies, in each world, which is what? This source of speech, every moment, is resting itself and nesting itself in what's called the Chabad of each world, the Chachma, Bina, and Dat of each world. In other words, now let's key in here because this is the really complicated sugya. This is the really complicated fulcrum point of understanding this. We said that the wisdom of God, the wisdom of how to create tikkunim, 
the wisdom of how to create minimizations and channels in this reality to contain, be able to contain the roaring river of existence, which is this Shechina, this storehouse of the expressions of worlds, this storehouse of the expressions of moments that is contained in a spring or a source all at once presently, which this world in its design cannot handle that all at once. It would shatter, and it did shatter in the beginning. We said, however, that after that shattering and when God was fixed, after God fixed up the world again, implanted into every particle, into every quantum possibility, into every moment, was the wisdom of how to cobble to reality back together to be able to contain a certain wire channel, a certain limited expression of that shrina, of that source of the raging river, to contain it in that moment in a healthy, positive way, that that wisdom of how to do that moment after moment via a mitzvah was installed into the particles of creation. And it would take a, a Bar Yisrael, a, an Israelite, and any holy soul, a Bnei Noach, that wishes to serve the Creator. How? By working with Him to create these minimizations, these channels, to once again recapture the light of the Shekhinah, the source of reality, moment by moment, that that divine plan and wisdom is inherent in the nature of each reality and is waiting for a holy soul to encounter it, to create a channel, to recapture the light of the Shekhinah. So what happens is, is there's a process then, as each moment unfolds, that it, as each moment unfolds, the, in the language of the Alter Rebbe, quoting the Eitzchayim and the Zohar, from the Arizal and Rabbi Shimon, the Shekhinah will rest in the palace of the Holy of Holies, inside the energies of Chachma, Bina, and Das, first occurring in the world of Bria. Meaning to say that at this moment, there is a coming together of there are these potentials to manifest reality with wisdom. With the wisdom of what? With the wisdom of how to create a minimization that now the wisdom of how to create a, a minimization which was scattered across the metaphysical universe in this moment now is coming together to create a channel to express this moment. This is a very deep idea. It reminds me of the verse, I think in Yecheskel, maybe Zechariah, from the four directions there's a coming together to then express the speech. In other words, let's just continue in the text and maybe it will become more clear. There's a world called Bria. It's the world that's directly underneath this Shechina, this source of all moments. Every moment, through the wisdom of the plan of the Creator, a structure is forming in the world called Bria, in the world called what's going to manifest this moment in time and space. 
the wisdom of how to create that minimization, that channel, is coming together every moment, forming the Holy of Holies in the world of Bria. Now a certain speech act from the Shekhinah, from the source house of expression, is coming into that channel and eventually creating in the language of Kabbalah, the, through the Malchut of the world of Bria, souls and angels of the world of Bria. Let's, let's bring ourselves to what we understand. So I want to say something, okay? I have, as we said, within me, within my essence, a connection to the Shekhinah, a connection to the storehouse of speech and expression. The storehouse of everything I can say and express. But I have to think, and it's a very difficult process and requires a lot of learning how to do this. I have to think about basically how am I going to create a channel to take what I know in my thoughts what words am I going to put them into to pull the thought out from my mind and express it in an appropriate channel called words? This is happening in the place where, from a purely spiritual place called the Shekhinah, that storehouse of experience, of expression, at the, at the beginning of the process of the chain of what pulls out each moment, moment by moment, is in the world of Bria, there's a, a, a process of wisdom calling together of how to, with wisdom, create a minimization to express the world like this in this moment and then a different way in the next moment. From that process is then created the souls coming out in the world of Bria. Vegam Misham Nimshach HaTalmud Shilifanenu Veshem HaTikunim Shibaolam HaBria Meirot Umashpiot Shama Bechachmata Rabinata Vedata Shalein Sof Baruch Hu Bechinat Simsum Atzum Bechtei Shiuchlu HaMeshamas Vamalachim Shahem Bali Gavul Okay. So I'm going to skip a little bit here. So he's saying that we have three worlds now. We have the world of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. And essentially, I'll read you the passage now. Akol al pi chachmad iladat silot, ubina vadat, kululut ba umirchadat be ain sof barhu, ki betoch kulan, ulubashot chabadat silot, or ain sof barhu, miyuchad behen. Batachli da yichud. At every moment when Hashem is expressing a reality and a tikkun is being created, 
to cull together particles, existences, energies to create a minimization channel to pull out another expression of this Shrina, this source of reality, expression of reality, that that wisdom of how to do this, of how God is doing this, and how he asks us to partner with him in doing this through the mitzvot all the time, the, this wisdom of how to create minimizations is unified with God's immutable chachmabinadat, his immutable wisdom, the whole plan that is above the Shrina, if the Shrina was the storehouse of all expressions, so then the plan of how that storehouse of expressions would safely and properly re-enter the world through minimization channels, through tikkunim, that plan of creating those minimization channels that was installed and carved into the world itself is united with that original upper wisdom, that original plan of how are we going to express this Shrina in the world in 6,000 years through minimizations. That plan of how to create those minimizations, which is coming from beyond, is itself mirrored and one and united with the godly wisdom that is mysteriously contained in all particles in their potential to come together with wisdom to create those channels to properly express the Shrina itself. And the Shrina every moment is coming down and resting and nesting in vessels created by that wisdom to safely and properly express itself through a chain of worlds, which eventually is coming out as the physical world. So again, what does this have to do with us? When a Jew is doing a mitzvah in the physical world, what he's actually doing is creating these minimization channels to pull out the potential reality, which was always potential in the, in the storehouse of the Shekhinah, he's pulling out a reality now that's in a pleasant, good way. Let's talk about keeping Shabbos, observing Shabbat. Shabbat is a reality that is potential coming from the Shekhinah, which is itself identified with Shabbat, with the seventh day, that at this point, we're not doing any work. We are totally minimizing. We are totally coming into our homes, into our communities. We're not out breaking down and building up realities outside of our Shabbos zone, outside of our Shabbos space. Our vessel is fully coming together, fully minimizing, fully concentrating, fully concentrating in intensity and focus on Shabbos. That creates the most intense minimization, the most intense focus to what? To fully receive all the energy of the week that we had been pulling down and using to fix this thing, to deal with this situation, to handle this, to fix this vessel, to receive my blessing on Shabbos. All those vessels that I was working on that I had to do to go out and make the money or form this relationship or have this experience, thereby forming vessels for myself and for my family, which would then capture the goodness coming from the Shrina. All those vessels are pulled together and solidified right before Shabbos. And this is why we don't do any work on Shabbos because we're not manipulating that vessel. That vessel, rather on Shabbos, what that vessel is doing 
that we've been creating through all the other vessels that we've been working on manifesting during the six days of the week, all those particular vessels are pulled into one great vessel, which is our vessel of Shabbos, through a minimization, through the wisdom of how to keep the laws of Shabbat, through the wisdom of, of refraining and how to refrain according to truth, this pulls all those vessels together and creates one solid vessel to receive the Shechina, to receive the source of reality that I couldn't fully receive during the whole week as I was out and about. Now I can receive my whole week in one day of Shabbos. That's why the Shechina is referred to the seventh day, which is the Shabbos experience. So, the whole olam migimel olamos elu michalek lerevavos madregos hanikraos gamkein olamos pratim amalchus atzilus mulabeshes amalchus shalkulam. So we have a system of worlds where it's such a, a, a it's such a deep thing if a person can try to imagine it. But what's happening all the time is there are endless worlds right now and then two seconds ago there were endless worlds and there will be endless worlds you know minutes from now that are constantly coming together with wisdom to create minimization channels to express the shrina all the time and this is what the verse says and, and, and sorry, and, but, and that structure and those potentials of how they would come together to re-express reality as unfolding history was mystically installed into each moment of possibility that it would be a possibility of a vessel to catch that reality. This is what the verse says, Malchut malchut kol God's malchut, God's kingship is constantly expressing in all the worlds. Here's the key point now, we'll stop here. In every world where there is a calling together with wisdom of how to create a tikkun, how to create a minimization channel. Every moment when that minimization channel is pulled together to safely and with order express a tiny aspect of that Shekhinah, that great storehouse of experiences, that source of speech. Every moment when in different levels of reality, all the way down to the physical level, these Heichalot, these palaces of what's called Kadash Kadashim, Holy of Holies, in each section of reality at every moment is pulled together to create a, a vessel, a nest, a, 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 a place to catch a little light of the Shechina. When a little light of the Shechina is caught and captured through a wise coming together of creating a minimization channel, when the Shechina rests itself in all of its holographically connected parts, into those minimization channels created by wisdom or pulled together with wisdom. Through that interaction is, as he says, 
נמשך ומתפשט ממנו אור וחיוס לכל העולם. ואברואים שבו. This creates a, a possibility of drawing forth life from the Shekhinah, from the source of life, from the source of godly expression, expressing itself as all forms of life, with the potential expression of all forms of life for all of time. When a, when a, when a palace, when a structure of a minimization channel of a tikkun is pulled together every minute, and the Shekhinah rests a, a holographic particle of itself, In that channel, through that interaction, flows out the other side of that interaction, all the souls and angels and expressions of life in each world. We'll stop here. Because all creations are created through the ten statements of creation, which is called the Word of God, which is called the Shekhinah, which means like this. In the ten statements of creation, and we'll, we're, we're, I'm putting the text away, so we're almost done. In the ten statements of creation, he just said, the Shekhinah was formatted. When there are, there are nine times it says, and God said, let there be light, God said, let there be a firmament, let there be trees, etc. It says that t- sort of thing nine separate times in the act of creation, the tenth Iteration of this is really the first verse of the Torah, which is really more on the level of thought, but it is included in these ten statements of creation. In the beginning, or with wisdom, God created all of the heavens and earth. These ten statements of creation were formatting the Shekhinah, as we said. They were, so to speak, formatting the parameters of the source of life, this raging river of experience that would be giving life to all existences in the 6,000 years of history. The other thing to remember is that during these 10 states of statements of creation, it wasn't just that, now listen, very, very clearly, this is so advanced, but this is so beautiful and deep, if we can catch it. It wasn't just this source of life that was being formatted, this Shechina. Also what was being formatted is all the particles in reality They were also being formatted by these 10 statements of creation with the potential to call together in minimization channels through wisdom, to call together into tikkunim through wisdom, to be able to re-express this formatted shechina through 6,000 years of process. This that in the 10 statements of creation was also installed into all the realms of created reality and caught in the prison of time and space that they would have within them the mysterious ability to magnetically, electronically pull together and say, give birth to this soul into this body. That there was the, the soul, and this is brought, all the souls, all the souls in their root were formatted in the Shekhinah in the six days of creation to the ten statements of creation. All the souls were designed there, coming from a time, so to, you know, relative to our world, the timeless source of reality. The souls were formatted in the spring of that raging river of existence. In the upper world. But at the same time, during the ten statements of creation, the six days of creation, also... The potential in the lower world 
for vessels for those souls to be pulled together with wisdom to create minimization channels, which eventually is expressed as bodies, but isn't just limited to bodies. There are minimization channels way beyond our bodies, which eventually hook our bodies up to the source of our souls in Atsilut, in that Shrina, that source of the raging river. We have vessels of who we are in higher and higher soul worlds that are still beyond the source of that river of existence. During the 10 statements of creation and the six days of creation was also a formatting in the particles of those materials which would create those tikkunim, those minimization channels, they were also installed into them the wisdom that eventually when this child, this person is going to be born into a body and continue to manifest in a body, there was wisdom installed in those particles of how through amazing divine providence they would be destined to travel all over the world through time and space to finally come together in the conception of that child and continue to come together and pull particles together, physical particles, spiritual particles, to continue to develop this person's body and his manifestation in created reality, God willing for the 120 years of his life. The wisdom of how that would occur was also etched into the, the material the building blocks of time and space, that there would then be a partnership where the Shrina, that source of existence, would continue to express itself through 6,000 years to eventually express all that it has to express to finally create the great uh, expression that God is, so to speak, constantly working on with us throughout the 6,000 years. I'll just say one more thing. So this helps us really, in a way, understand the function of Torah and mitzvot and why we need to stay away from negative actions. When we do a mitzvah, and when we connect to Torah, moment by moment, what we're really doing is participating in activating the wisdom of these particles of creation to come together to express the intended moment, the moment intended for them, which is stored in the Shekhinah, which is stored in that source of the raging river, of, of the spring house of existence. When we do a mitzvah, this at this time, you know, to keep Shabbos when it's Shabbos, and to keep this holiday when it's this holiday, and to get married when it's appropriate, to give charity with this much money at the right time, in the right amount, and so forth. And Jewish law teaches us all of these parameters of how to act, the reason it's giving you all these parameters, all these limitations on life, all these minimizations and limitations on life, is it's actually from amazing, miraculous wisdom, an instruction manual for each individual in his time and place, somehow with the deep wisdom of the Torah, Hashem thought up for you in your time in 2019 and for you in your time in the 1400s, these mitzvot would guide you to make the minimizations, the tikkunim that you would need to make, that the Shekhinah should properly express itself through the channels, through the vessels that you would create in your time. When a person does an Avera, God forbid, so that would be a mitzvah. A mitzvah means to hook up to and connect to and link to the proper way the Shekhinah is supposed to express in these channels at this time, if you do it in the right way, at the right place, at the right time. And a vera, a sin, 
means to cross over, means to fail to a certain degree to create the, the channel that was intended at that time and place. So there are many statements in literature and as brought on the commentary that suffering and calamities, it says, from the upper mouth, which we said is the Shekhinah, from the source of expression of, of reality, evil doesn't come out. Evil is an occurrence that occurs when there was a wisdom installed in the vessels of creation that they should ideally call together if interacted with according to Torah wisdom. They should ideally call together to express reality in its intended format. When it is not called together properly, when there's an avera, when there's a failure to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right activities, creating the right minimizations, according to halacha. So there is a miniature shattering of reality. The Shekhinah is not finding the appropriate landing pad, the appropriate nest to express its minimized expression and to create those experiences intended for that moment according to the plan of wisdom installed in those particles that they should come together and create a channel in this way or that way in that moment, as was planned out from the infinite wisdom of the Creator. So an Avera means to cross over from uh, uh, creating the intended channel. And what it comes out instead is unfortunately, you know, the, the, the source of reality coming from that river is not getting into the electrical wires the way it was supposed to and something is breaking down and something is malfunctioning of course also you know installed into uh reality is the as the process of chuva to to make repairs and fix things um but i think we've gone on long enough thanks for listening thanks for watching